Okay, welcome back, all of you depressing graphic manga readers. This is a big one. To another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like, actually, like almost every time, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that squad consists of Katie. What up? Emma. Oh, hey. And Micah. Oh, look at that. Micah doll fell down. <laughs> so sit back and relax enjoy our review of the 2014 japanese supernatural horror film as the gods will it has a tagline but it's kind of dumb but it says the ruma doll did it yes it did the ruma doll sounds like a uh anti uh attention deficit pill <laughs> <laughs> ignore it all <laughs> yeah do you feel crazy just take the ruma doll you'll feel better <laughs> I wouldn't though it kind of goes straight to your head right <laughs> <laughs> I just want everybody to know that for the record I have the dumbest smile on my face right now it was low hanging fruit I had to take it <laughs> <laughs> hit that music Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 335 of this illustrious podcast and chapter four, the final chapter of Guido's Choice. And that is the month where I let my good friend Guido choose horror movies. Sometimes they have a connection. Sometimes they're really gross. Sometimes uh, I'm the only one that enjoys it. <laughs> but uh, I think this month, uh, I I like to say, Guido, and hopefully you're listening, uh, you picked some good ones, man. We, Damn we need to straight. rename this this session uh, Guido's Month of ba- Absolute Bangers. Yeah. Straight uh, bangers. You picked everyone. some yep. great ones. Now, he told me a couple of the ones he was going to pick. Uh, Birdemic is ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he he avoided some really ass movies, and I was like, I'm proud of you, because everybody else been like, this is shitty. I'd been like, it's great. Uh, it's it's stupid. Uh, but no, um, we sat down, and we are going to review a film called As the Gods Will. Now, I it's funny. I have a little bit of info before. Now, this story, it, I'll tell you for the uninitiated, it is about school children dealing with something trying to murder them so they have to play children's games to stay alive that sounds like squid game Uh, yes and no um this story actually came out before squid game but technically not before the idea was created by the creator of squid game so it's a sandwich of not plagiarism (laughs) they actually Uh talk to each other because people were like hey this is like squid game yes and he's like i actually did this before the show and the creator of Squid Game's like, well, I actually made it in tw- 2009. They're like, and they like point each other like Spider-Man. <laughs> but they actually didn't plagiarize each other. They just thought, wouldn't it be fucked up if like you had to play children's games and not fucking die? And so, I don't know, maybe the, you know, the the muse, it looks like Selma Hayek came down and gave them both the same idea at the same time. What are you going to do? So, uh, the reason I kept it so fl- <laughs> open with my 
for the uninitiated, it's a pretty simple idea. Uh, kids have to play children's games or they explode or get melted or get lobotomized and pulled apart. Uh, this is a very, very, very graphic film. Boy, howdy. And so it is directed by one Takashi Miike. Now, we have not done a film by this man. I don't know if we will do a film by this man. I will say that this is probably the nicest graphic film that he has made. Uh, oh he boy. he has some ones that are really bad, like to the point where Japan was like, yeah, we might have to just not show this movie because it is really, really bad. Uh, his movies get banned in other countries a lot. Uh, Ichi the Killer, uh, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, it's about a Yakuza enforcer that just goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, it's good, but it's bad. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, that's good. I'm not playing with you. Ooh, that's oh, bad. that's bad. So uh, <laughs> last year for Guido's Choice, we did a uh, a short from the Masters of Horror series where horror directors came together and made little shorts. So we did the one about that angel in the movie that kills you if you watch it. Mr. That Takashi, was yeah, Mr. Takashi, uh, they want him to make a short. He did, and they watched it, and they were like, oh. And it did not get put onto the show. They, oh, no. they filmed it. They did everything. It is on the DVD. That is the only way you can see it because it is that fucked up and bad. And he's like, here you go. And he's smiling on his face. And they're like, fuck. Like horror directors that are like, I like doing wild shit. And they were like, that's really bad. And he's On just, a scale of one to Terrifier? Uh, I don't. It's, I don't know. Cause is Terrifier, it up there with Terrifier? Yeah. Because Terrifier has like like comic like levels of its absurdity some relief this one he likes keeping it kind of realistic and when bad things happen uh it's not like you know think babies aren't exploding or nothing it's just real and real can be really scary sometimes oh yeah to people uh but yeah (laughs) he he, uh he makes some wild ass movies now um he did this one and i think it's probably one of the best ones he's done uh because it's based off a manga and the manga is pretty to the point a lot of people enjoyed it because they were like that's legit from the, the manga characters their hair look a certain way uh one of the characters her hair has a swoop and the swoop is perfect so she doesn't have to move it out of her eye i saw that and i was like wow that's that's anime as shit <laughs> it's just the way people act and their emotions are just right on their cuff and they they have to psych themselves up to just run forward and just the way they yell at each other. This is quintessential live action manga anime version of something. It's really, really cool. So for all of you anime fans out there, the actually creator of As the Gods Will, this was his first foray into manga and just creating a really cool idea. I'm going to destroy his name, so apologies, but it's uh, Munayuki Kanashiro. Now, after As the God's Will in 2011, he worked on a little story called Blue Lock. And so in 2018, now for you folks uh, that didn't just gasp and go, holy shit, he did that. Blue Lock is about Japan trying to create the most ultimate soccer group. And so they have a competition called Blue Lock where they're looking for the best striker in Japan. Now, tons of kids join. If you don't pass, you cannot play soccer again. 
So all these kids are like, this is all or nothing. And it's just a story about kids trying to be the best striker, the best point maker for Japan. So this creator, he's got some really cool ideas in his head. Uh, it makes me happy inside. So Micah, what did you think about As the God's Will? I have so many good things to say about this movie. I mean, I know it's no Dragon Ball Evolution or anything, but uh, <laughs> I... I feel like this is as somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of anime knowledge most of mine was old toonami when they used to show it on tv back yeah. in the day so i know all the stuff that pretty much everybody else from our era knows yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but this is one of the best like anime to i mean i know it wasn't an anime it was a it was a manga but yeah. it, it, it you know it feels like the best live action adaptation of an anime type yeah. thing that I've seen. I would love if they actually did this. An yeah, animated version. I, absolutely. I would, I would um, watch the shit out of it. Uh, some of like the, the kill scenes and stuff were, they did a good job softening the blow with some of the choices they made, yeah. you know, like the marbles and, and things like that. Yeah. I won't go into too much detail yet, but I, I think they made some really, really good choices to kind of soften the blow and give this more of a, um, I don't know, a broader audience could enjoy this. Absolutely. Uh, even though I have never heard of it before this, which is shocking because this is really, this is a really yeah. good movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, also the uh, the dubbing over it was really well done. Like it was regular vernacular that, us western audiences can get down with you know um there are so many translation issues with so many movies and this movie came out in 2014 like why why did that movie have all the advantages that other movies just like you know i i know it's japanese and not korean but why do korean films struggle so hard to find good translators to yeah. to do their dubs um I don't get it. I don't understand it. I know it's not the point of the movie, but at the same time, it's like it's if it, it's so much easier to watch yeah, when it, you have it makes it better. And Katie and I, we were sitting there listening to it, and a certain a couple of characters. I was like, I know that voice. I've seen a show with this person's voice. And when we yep. started going through the cast, I'm like son of a bitch, he's like the hero from this show, and he's a villain from this show. And I'm like, it makes so much more sense. Like yeah, they had really really good actors as well. Um, I also thought that the CGI that they used was phenomenal for what they used it yes. on. The, the the eyeballs that they put on some of these characters were just like, holy shit, that is, that is nightmare fuel right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> and it still, back in 2014, did better than something now. You know, yeah. there's so many times that you see a lot of films that like, are almost ruined by high def TV, 4K TVs yeah. because now all of a sudden you can really see the difference between a person standing in front of a green screen or if they're in front of a real background or yeah. something. But this movie did it really stinking well. There were a couple of scenes that were just like, okay, well, you know, yeah. but <laughs> you, you never really were bothered by it. It didn't slow down because of it. No, I thought it was paced really well. I thought the. The, you know, there was a lot of suspense. There was a lot of just random guessing things, you know, something like red light, green light, or, yeah. you know, you know <laughs> pin the pin the bell on the cat, you know, you know, yeah. just like, like really simple concepts. And, you know, the, you know, you're saying childhood games and everything, but it's all games that we played as well. So, yeah. you know, 
Uh, it was just a really, really good movie for a really broad audience. I can't say enough about this movie. I loved it. Yeah. Katie. Like Micah, I too enjoyed this film. It was fucking great. I loved the idea of the childhood games and the way that they put it in this movie um, was excellent. I liked that. So how do I explain this? It's like in Squid Games, everyone knew kind of what they were signing up for, right? It was like a, hey, you're broke. Come do this thing. And maybe you won't be broke anymore. Like, let's see what happens. But this one is just like all these kids just go to school and then fucking all hell breaks loose and wild shit happens. And there's so many like just I mean, that's awful. It would be straight up awful if it actually happened in real life. But it was such a cool concept for this movie um, for them to go in that direction. And it just all be like oh, well, I don't know what the fuck is happening and no one knows what's going on and no one knows how to stop these things from happening and yeah. we just have to like hope for the best and hope someone smart enough figures it out before everybody dies. Um, it was excellent. And like Micah was saying, the CGI is fantastic. This movie is clearly a manga anime adaption um, like or an adaption, a real life adaption of a manga anime title. And you can see that in the different ways that they use the CGI throughout. Um, all of the quote-unquote game leaders yeah. uh, are heavily CGI'd, but it works. Like, when it started at the beginning, the very first one, I was like, this is kind of fucking weird. And it doesn't look right. And, like, why is it doing that? And why does it look that way? Um, but then as the movie goes on, as that challenge goes on and as you get to the next challenge and see the other cgi like weird things that are hurting these kids or affecting these kids or making them play games it all falls into place and you're just like fully entrenched in this movie and it pulls you in in a way that is unexpected and this movie is fucking great the kills were graphic and um some of them were unexpected, like they caught you off guard. Yes. And some of them you're trying to figure out, well, okay, well, how the fuck are they going to do? How is anyone going to do this? How There's no way for them to get through this. It's impossible. Everyone's going to die. Like, And you're just waiting and waiting and waiting until the shoe drops and they figure it out. And it's fucking fantastic. Watching this made me think of different stuff. Uh, different anime actually popped up in my head. There's an animated movie from one manga that I haven't read all of it because it is pretty long, but I've seen one of the movie versions and it is called Gantz, G-A-N-T-Z, for all you folks out there that are looking for something a bit depressing, a bit graphic, but really cool when it wants to be. Gantz is fun. It takes people that have died and they don't get to go to heaven or hell. They get to fight random aliens in Japan. And if they die, then then they go somewhere. But if you get enough points, you get to get your life back. So it's people desperate in life. They're like, I left a family and kids back. I have to be alive again. Well, uh, fight all these really fucking scary, strong aliens. You have a cool robo suit and a gun, uh, but they could still instantly kill you. The main character meets so many people that are like, I have a sick mom at home. I have to get back. 
and then they just instantly get vaporized. I'm like, oh, this is so depressing. Uh, it's like Attack on Titan. People die so fast, and you're like, wow, I actually cared about that person. Hell, it's like the intro to anything that uses, uh, um, uh, oh my god, D Day as oh, you know god. anything that uses D Day as their entrance to a, a yeah. game or a movie or something. Everybody's just getting vaporized. Yeah, you, you meet Schmitty. Oh, Schmitty's a cool dude. Schmitty, you know his bottom half gets blown away. You're like, no holding them but uh it's depressing people die so quick one uh in the show a little bit later or the the manga a little child gets recruited and the thing that's in charge is like go little child fight these gigantic aliens and it's a little kid doesn't know how to fight doesn't know how to do anything he thinks it's a dream and everyone's trying to keep this little kid alive to detriment of the team because they're like we are dying trying to keep this little child alive and it just the depression of this little kid's gonna fucking die in this and i'm gonna be so mad reading this and it's it's so good it just reminded me of that uh the battle royale it's another movie that guido brought me on to it's just really real ish i mean this thing has you know toys that vaporize you so it's not real in that sense but it's just very localized just low level like, you know, no one has powers in this. It's just people trying to deal with weird shit. And it doesn't matter if you're a hero or not. There are no executives to make sure that you live past the first season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a really fun story. Uh, just it. It's not every time, every day when I watch a scary movie that makes me want to get invested in the backstory of it. Sometimes we watch a movie and that's it. And I look in and I'm like, oh, please, please make a sequel. Please make a sequel. And there is no sequel. And I'm like, wow. So that's it. Wow, I'm so depressed. Yeah, I did the same thing. I looked it up. It, it was. It felt to me like the first time I played Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah. And you end up in that room at the end, and you're just like looking around at all the glyphs and everything, and you're like, okay, so now what? And it's like, mm. <laughs> But it's like, well, is there going to be a second game? Mm. I mean, Maybe. Thankfully, they came out with the yeah. second game, and it was an absolute <laughs> goddamn masterpiece. But yeah. So... I will tell you, the end of this movie was the end of the first arc of the manga. There's so much more that happens. Um, people, I've seen some comments and they were like, oh, they ended it in such a shitty spot. They're like, there's so much more. Uh, Shun and other people, maybe, they meet gods. Maybe the people in charge of this whole game. Maybe they get forced into other games. There are other students around the world that get thrown into games. And honestly, where they left it, that would take it to like that like level where you're pushing like, oh, maybe the broader audience might not be ready for that. Yeah. So if this was a way to get people like interested in manga, especially back in 2014. Yeah. You know, there was a, obviously a huge explosion during during COVID where everybody started switching over to anime and it became, you know, over those years became way more mainstream than ever. And so it's like this is like a great introduction to that kind of thing and so i feel like they kind of ended it in a really yeah. solid spot yeah, oh yeah a lot of the anime people were like man they're like because they that's like that's an arc like that's a end of that season i want season two you know we see it all the time people will will just run through a show they'd be like when season seven, like, motherfucker, in two years, like, you watch this all in one night, they're like, oh, <laughs> and they just get depressed. So, Emma, what did you think about As the Gods Will? This movie was so fucking good. Uh, we started it, and by this point in the month, Guido, I was stoked. I'm not going to lie, my guy. 
I was, I started the movie and I was like, this is going to be great. I don't even know what it's about. But the cover <laughs> picture was the Daruma doll. And I was like, oh, fuck. And it started off so solid, so good. I just, I was stunned. But we were talking, Micah and I were talking during the movie. And we were talking about how it looks like an anime and looks like it should be or could be a manga. And then Otis shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a manga. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> so, yeah, I would love to see so much of this. So many seasons, movies, all the things, anything you could do about this, I would be all the way down for. Squid Games was hella good. And this is so much like Squid Games. Yeah, I need them to run this back and just like yes, make please more. Yes, please. Oh man, I need this real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. So uh, you've heard what we thought. Now let's. I'm gonna read off what Guido thought. He was the one that you know put this movie onto us. So he says, "I just had a Facebook memory pop up from a college party where I mentioned I was talking to Otis and he hadn't seen Battle Royale." So I wanted to add another Japanese movie. His face when he's like, oh, I know you've seen Battle Royale, right? And I was like, what's that? It, it's like I said, I eat babies. And he's like, oh. Uh, he was so pissed and mad and confused. And I swear, I think the next marching practice afterward, uh, we went to the library and got a room and it just you know, put the DVD on and we watched Battle Royale. And I was like, that was amazing. He's like, I know, right? <laughs> so he says thought about doing the machine girl i've heard of that one but maybe next time as the gods will i never heard of it i think i made it to page 120 or so on the pirate movie site i think he's talking about pirate bay <laughs> before i hit this one it made me think of squid games but extra as fuck once i finished it i went right to the manga to read the whole thing it's a short series so jump on it leave it to japan to make murder look like tons of fun Absolutely, Guido. What a great way to end that whole thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, sometimes I've seen movies that they show blood and destruction, and you're like, wow, that's really bad looking. But sometimes you substitute blood with something else, and you're like, wow, that's so pretty, and it's way worse. I think certain scenes, it's like, well, it's a little conducive to what we're doing that we can't just have a whole room full of blood. These marbles. Oh, that's awesome looking. It was amazing. And it actually like slowed people down from trying to finish the job. And I was like, holy shit, it's it's a detriment to the group. I was like, oh, so It cool. looked like boba. And I was so concerned. <laughs> that, that's how to get boba. I thought it was those um those little beads. The Orbeez. The Orbeez yeah. that suck up the oh, water. Christ. That's what I thought it was. And uh, then they were but they were all yeah. too perfect. So they had to be marbles. Yeah. They would <laughs> be bloodies. Yeah. Not Orbeez, or bloodies. The Orbeez, they suck up the blood and then yep. they come out. Bloodies. <laughs> bloodies. Easy cleanup. <laughs> so this film runs for 117 minutes. And you can find this movie on Funimation slash Crunchyroll's Crunchy Fun. I don't know what the name of it is. I think it's just Well, yeah. With, 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 Rollimation is on because it's through Amazon now, too. Yeah. Amazon oh, yeah. bought Crunchyroll. It's, and Crunchyroll bought Funimation. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I think is probably one of the best purchases you could do. Can I just say I can't believe this movie was just shy of two hours? Like, yeah. we were watching it, and yeah, I dude, just... Dude, it was a long fucking movie. But it didn't feel that way. I just wanted more. Like, yeah. it kept... 
like we got to the end and i was like but i i need more where yeah. it had that a lot can't to be say the end. keep going and they did in such different ways every level was a different game and i was like holy shit it's, it's so different the rules changed well it's some, and when know. we watch these movies jackson our son has to go somewhere else obviously <laughs> we try to watch five. yeah we try to watch them when the kids are asleep but sometimes timing doesn't work that way and so he has his own little like closet space that he plays in <laughs> and you just hear him through a wrapping paper tube against the door <laughs> mom how many more minutes in this movie and we looked and it was like seven minutes left and i told him i was like no <laughs> There's no way they're going to wrap this up in seven minutes. Like, I need, I need <laughs> so much more. Yeah. <laughs> I was so frustrated. But this is a fun one. Uh, I think it's a thumbs up from everybody. Thank you, Guido. Uh, I am going to have to buy this. And unfortunately, it doesn't have a giant omnibus of the story. It's all in volumes. Oh, Damn no. you. Damn you's all to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's going to be big fat books, but like I think there's like 12 of them. So uh, I'll just slowly start collecting it. Uh, mm -hmm. Just like with Gantz. Gantz actually is in giant fat, like 600 page omnibus, omnibuy. But I think there's like 20 of those. So uh, yeah, the good shit is really heavy and really expensive. So one day we will have these stories and I can sit It'd be like, wow, that's graphic. <laughs> Just point at it. <laughs> so we'll get through the story. Um, it's honestly like a video game. There's different levels and things they have to deal with. Now, I am not the best at these names. And honestly, there are people that pop up in this movie, just like in real life, and they're not really that important. And then they disappear. And you're like, oh, I forgot that guy's name. Just call them classmates. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> that dude and smart dude and dude with striped. Look like he just got out of prison, dude. Uh, like main, he really did. Main few people no, and parsley then. Parsley guy, you and know. And then other guys. Yeah. Parsley Yeah, guy. parsley guy. I yeah. really like parsley. They all had a couple of things that were important to him and then that was it. So we, and I think out of the ways you can start a horror movie, this is probably the coolest, most abrupt way to start a movie and it is, you are like 20 minutes into the shit. And you're like, what? what's happening? You have to, every second of the movie, it just kind of explains a little bit more. And you try to learn the rules of this world just as the characters are trying to learn the rules. So we meet up with a classroom and people's heads exploding. And we see this Daruma doll. So uh, a Daruma doll is, let me see. Ask your doctor. Yeah. Find out today. <laughs> uh, it's a hollow round Japanese doll. <laughs> Uh, kind of based off of uh, Buddhism, and um, it's usually red. I've it's been in ton of video games. Uh, a lot of Japanese, usually, if a game comes from Japan, these things will be in there, and they'll be like giant and bad, and they'll try to bite you, and you cut them, and they fall apart in pieces. So they play a game of red light green light so for the un uninitiated red light green light consists of one person really far away and they either say red light green light they have to say something so you have an idea of how much time you have left so just like in squid game where it was just a, a robotic girl singing a song this daruma doll is doing a speech and it's like stretching out the words and then it turns real quick and so every time this doll turns 
we see someone move or scream or slip. And the second it sees anybody move, they explode. And their head explodes and then just little red marbles come out. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? And we see so many people die. And I was like, who's the main character in this? There's one character that seemed really cool. And I was like, that's the main character. And then he then he exploded. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I was like looking around. Uh, it gets wild in here. And so we finally find the main character. His name is Shun. Now, the room starts really getting destroyed with dead bodies, headless bodies. And it's Shun and one of his classmates. And the classmate deduces that every time Mr. Rumadol turns around, puts his back to the classroom, there's a big red button on the back of its head. And it says, if you press this, the game will end. So it says, well, his, his classmate says, we have to press that button. And then on the back of the head, there's a clock and it's counting down and they get all the way down to 30 seconds. And so his classmates like, okay, what we're going to do, you're going to use my back to launch off Shun and you're going to press that button. We're going to get the fuck out of here. And Shun's like, I don't know. He's like, just do it, man. Don't be a bitch. And so we see J- Shun, not June, Shun run slow motion as the doll is halfway through its little speech to turn around and dives off of his friend and presses the button with one second left. Hooray. I'm happy. They're happy. And so as Shun looks back at his friend and his friend gives the best action thumbs up you can do, his head explodes. And Shun is confused. He's like, but we won. And the Darumadol turns and tells him, no, you won, Shun. Everyone else dies. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he is so confused and sad. He thought he could save everybody. No, first person up would have just killed everybody else in the room. Like, See, and that's the thing that I, the one thing that kind of bothered me was the fact that they worked together to yeah. make it happen. So it wasn't like just one guy did it. And so it was like, oh, come on. Yeah, now, right? now you're just, now you're just splitting <laughs> hairs. Get out of here. Well, that was like an inconsistency too, because later... At one of the other games, yeah, there's other games it where was, they there was like be a teamwork. Team. Yeah, in the very next, the game. very next game, yeah. yeah, there was teamwork and it counted. It wasn't just oh, the person who. Well, and that was the, the issue thing. with that game is everybody in it was super confused. Like, wait, but because of everything they just went through with the Daruma dolls in all their yeah. classrooms, like, yeah, yeah, it's very depressing. So his friend's head explodes, and then finally we get a little bit of a flash back and we see that shun is a bit of a lazy child um he's trying to survive through school and you kind of see some of the characters that pop up or will pop up and we see as he's walking we see like six kids on the ground knocked out bleeding and we just see another student standing there looking real happy because he beat the shit out of like six or seven kids huh what if he'll pop up later and then shun pops back up to you know, reality. Oops. There goes a lot of people's brains. And the Daruma doll says, the next level's coming up. You're going to be a mouse. Meow, meow. <laughs> oh, no. He, yeah. He, I think the doll says meow, meow. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. well, like, he kept no. saying, you're, you're, you're a mouse and the cat is coming. You know, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so we see that Shun meets up with one of his friends, Akimoto. And she's, you can see on her face, she's probably the one that survived her room. They're like, it's getting wild. Ichika? Yeah. Um, Ichika. Yeah, Ichika Akimoto. 
And so they run off together. They meet up in the gym and we have the next game. It's called Belling the Cat. And so the cat is a uh, Maneki Neko. And so it's the good luck cat. It's the white cat with the hand up. The super lucky cat. Yeah. I've seen many of these. and it, They're in like every Chinese and Japanese restaurant anywhere. Yeah. It's a legit one. And so in the gym, there are at least 12, 15 kids in there. And one of the kids, he's like student counsel. He says, hey, you have to put on the mouse outfit before, you know, the thing comes back. And like, what are you talking about? And we see the floor opens and the gigantic cat comes out. And they're like, you got to put it on. The cat's going to get you. And the cat is just indiscriminately attacking people. And it's really fast and it's really big. And just starts eating people, just nomming them up or smushing them and then eating them. It's like a cat. It's really attacking things like it's a toy. It's like, hey, come here. And... Shun and Ichika are like, holy shit, what do we do? And so it's one of the funniest parts because I know that this moment in the manga was legit the end of a chapter and then the beginning of the next one. So they meet up with a child that is a basketball player and he has this quick little background of him. He's like, I do 500 shots every day. I fucking loved that because the only thing I thought in my head was, oh, something's going to go bad. There's no way he's just going to fucking get this one. No. Yeah. The second he started talking like that and the music started building up, I was like, oh, my God, this is legit an anime. Because he's like, I was born to do this one thing. He's like, I do 500 shots every day for a whole year. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, oh, my God, he's not going to get it. Um, there's a chapter in Terraformers, so a story about people that try to colonize Mars, and when they get there, they're gigantic 10-foot roaches um, that like to kill humans instantly. And so they use their powers of anamorphing to turn into different animals. And there's a room full of poison, and this lady, she has a power of narwhal, and she can hold her breath for really, really long. And so it's her melting trying to get to a button that will save everybody. And she's like, I'm going to die in here, but at least I will save everybody else. And she's like, it's the longest chapter. And I was like, just press the button. And bad things are happening. And I was like, I can feel it in my bones. But the basketball player takes the shot. The shot is flying the bell that you have to swoop through a hoop on the cat's collar. It's about to go in. This is perfect. They're going to win. And then the cat grabs the ball. And punches this man into the side of the gym wall. And he just, he, he smushed. So Shun realizes this doll is, it's got crazy eyes looking everywhere. And it will stop a shot on that goal if, if, if it's a blatant shot. And so after many plans of take off the mouse outfits, put them back on. And apparently if you have the mouse outfit on, you can hear the cat talk. And the cat's like, man, my back is itchy. So itchy. And Shun and his friends <laughs> scratch the cat's back. And the cat falls asleep. And so as they're going to walk up and just easily go on this cat. Oh, my God. Can I just say that every time they have to make a quick decision, it's like 20 minutes of a goddamn thought process before they can actually react. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Probably the most annoying thing about this movie was just how slow they made the kids reaction time because holy did they take too long. 
fucking do anything. Yeah, I hate in movies when they have time limits or like, you have 10 seconds left. And then it's like 20 minutes in the movie go by. You have five seconds left. I was like, oh my God. It's just, I hate that because you can't. The impact is so much harder if the time that you say is the time yeah. that goes by. And in that exact time, the thing happens. Yeah. It's, Fuck. It's so hard to convey that because you want time to explain in the scene. You know, 20 seconds is nothing in a movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely nothing. So it's it's tough. I get it. So. As Shun and the group are going to just easily put this little bell into the goal and win, one of the kids is like, wait, just like the other game, there was only one survivor. Why do you get to do it, Shun? And he's like, maybe it won't be just one survivor this time. He's like, but how do you know? And he's like, I don't. And then they, everyone starts to fight because no one wants to die. And so they start yelling and the cat wakes up and they're like, oh, God. <laughs> and the cat just starts fighting again. So Shun has another plan uh shun is very much the main character in this anime or manga a uh, real smart kid so he grabs the bell and grabs a deflated basketball and runs into another room to hide and so him and ichika ichika come up with a plan they both have a ball wrapped up with a costume one is the bell and one is a basketball and they're both going to take a shot on the cat the cat can only stop the bell uh if it thinks it's not the bell then it won't, it doesn't give a shit. It just wants the bell to be blocked. So they both take the shot. Shun's costume comes up and it's just a basketball. And so he goes for the block on his friend. Uh, her clothes gets slashed up, but she doesn't die. And then we see that Shun covered up the bell with the deflated basketball. Hooray, it's going to go into the goal. Nothing's going to go wrong. And it hits the rim and goes out. And everyone's like, oh, my God. That was such gonna... a tense moment. I was like, Ey! And like, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. And then we see another student. Man, he looks mean. He hops up off the cat's head, drops onto the goal, and just does a putback and slams the ball in. Hooray! This guy, he might be a good friend to the team. Oh, no, he's he's crazy. So we see Takeru Amaya. And he is the guy from the beginning of the movie that likes fighting. He likes beating people up because it's fun. <laughs> he likes doing hood rat things with his friends. <laughs> so after winning the game, Shun and Ichika hear the names of the winners. It's going to be everybody. But the cat only says three names. He's like, but there's like three more people in the room. Oh. And they look over and they see Amaya has killed the other three people. And Amaya says, they're useless. They didn't do anything. They just stood there. So why should they live? They didn't do anything. And I'm like, oh, uh, you're speaking truth, but you're crazy about it. <laughs> so as they start to argue with this crazy guy, uh, the room gets filled up with gas. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer's on the island <laughs> and he just gets drugged like 20 times in the episode <laughs> in different ways. I think like a koala's eyes were like the gas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember Flamingo opened its mouth and the tube came out. <laughs> it just knocked him out. So... They wake up in a room with other people, separate. So Shun wakes up, and he is in a room uh, with other people dressed up in beige, like, almost like scrubs, like hospitals, like scrubs. Like padded room clothing. Yeah. Made me think of a prison. Yes. Yeah. And so while they are in this room, we get a look on the outside. The world is going to shit because... It's not just happening in Japan. It's happening all around the world. 
kids are getting snatched up in their classrooms, dying, maybe, and these gigantic cubes are floating over everywhere. So there's one hovering over Tokyo, and there are scenes from TVs outside of the kids on the inside. And so they know who's on the inside, or maybe they have pictures of some survivors. And so they're, the crowds are getting bigger. It seems like people are watching this kind of like it's something to do, like they're enjoying it. Uh, toward the end, uh, you for sure get the metaphor of, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, it's like the word from like, nope, it's a spectacle. Uh, it's, it's, everyone's like, holy shit, that was awesome. You did it. It's spectacle and people will watch really terrible things because it's cool. Um, especially in like life now, you'll see people get into a fight and someone's getting like destroyed and people just sit there and record it because it's a spectacle and you have to record it. And it's also somebody to root for when you have different people competing for something, then you, then you can be a fan of them even though yeah. you have no idea what the hell's going on yeah. <laughs> everybody wants a hero to root for yeah so these kids become heroes because everything that they're doing is being broadcast yeah like i don't know what that cat means but good job kid that dressed up like a mouse <laughs> so while they you know what i'm what? sorry but the more we think about the and talk about this movie the more it just it just is apparent how ahead of its time this movie was oh right <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, it's so spiffy. So, like I said, we learned that the cubes or something involved with the cubes are just grabbing kids and forcing them to do these tests. So the next game is uh, Kagome Kagome. And so it's a one kid is chosen as it says the Oni. So the demon and you sit in the middle and you're blindfolded and the other kids join hands and walk in circles around the demon and they chant a song, and then they stop. And you have to choose the person that is standing behind you. So it's very much a, okay, I heard Katie walk to my left, and the song stops, you're like, it might be Katie behind me. And you have to choose. And if you do it, hooray, you won. And that person is gone. And so the demon has a way to get out. So they have to play Kagome Kagome. Now, with this game, there are four floating, floating, floating wooden dolls. And these dolls sing a song. But if you lose, the dolls will shoot a laser at your head and lobotomize you and use telekinesis to rip you apart or smash your head into the ground until you are dead. Holy shit. So Shun watches two people go before him and he's like, oh shit, this is really, really scary. It's Shun's turn. Now the dolls, they do their little dance and say, okay, uh, they stop. And here you have 10 seconds after the singing stops. Now, we hear one of the dolls say, time's up. And the doll's like, yeah, you lose. And then Shun instantly says, oh, I know which doll's behind me. And they're like, well, you ran out of time. And Shun pushes his you know, glasses up like in any anime. He doesn't have glasses on, but he pushes his glasses up and they like shine. It says, actually, I recorded the voice of that doll and I press play at like eight seconds. So I still had time. Haha, fuck you, dolls. And so the doll explodes and a key comes out. Hooray, good job, Shun. <laughs> uh, I was like, how is he going to do this? And I'm like, I forget this was a manga. So I'm like, that would have been the end and of the chapter. With the kids that ended up in this room, uh, it definitely felt like, because there, there was that brainiac at first. He yeah. was like, 
I'm so much smarter. You know, obviously they didn't choose people based <laughs> on their IQ after who else is in this room. That I'm trying so to analyze funny. physics and theory to to figure out how we ended up here. And uh, it definitely felt like, oh, this is a battle of book smart versus street smarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, use some type of brain. But, you know, like I said, uh, people like to be cool, you know, and he got his ass kicked. So use that brain boy. <laughs> so he meets one of his friends. Uh, he went to school with this girl. Her name is Shoko Takase. And so they run off together. They have a key. They're going to put this key into something and get the hell out of here. Maybe. So they meet up with other survivors. And one survivor was by himself. And he's running from a floating doll that really wants to kill people if they're by themselves. So you have to hold hands. And a doll's like, oh, you're holding hands? Man. It floats away. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's so terrifying. That doll's like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, you're holding hands. Also, that doll was jacked. Yeah. Why were his arms so jacked? <laughs> I need more with that doll. There was no explanation of where that doll came from or how they knew that they had to hold their hands. Just, I could have watched an wild. entire movie or like hour plus episode of something just on what the fuck that was. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm betting it's something with the game. You know, there's a character that's just out there and looking for people not holding hands. Like, I got you. You know, I don't know. I've never played this game. So, <laughs> so Shun and other survivors meet up and they find a room with a gigantic face. And it says they have a few minutes left. And they need seven keys. How are they going to find the keys? We have two minutes left. Holy shit. We only got like four keys. And then we see a key slide on the ground. A second one. And a third one. Wow. I wonder who's doing Oh, it's the crazy guy. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. My boy. <laughs> because he's absolutely insane. So, crazy man. Amaya pops up and he has gotten three keys but how do you get three keys otis uh he has killed people to get those keys because he understands that they are important and he comes up with a, a partner oh he made a friend no because that weird ghost would have tried to kill him so he has got himself a hostage <laughs> to get him all the way to the safe room and uh once they get there it's only enough room for seven people oh we have eight and amiya's like oh give me a second snaps the guy's neck and everybody else in the room is like that dude's crazy maybe we shouldn't like deal with him and shun is like uh he's all right i guess (laughs) he's our crazy person you know uh and they all go into the room and use their keys a voice tells them hey put on your fancy clothes and don't you know walk into this cold room in these scrubs and i was like oh that's weird So, the third game, they walk into a very, very cold room, and we see a Shirokuma. It's a white polar bear, and the polar bear is like, this game is going to be simple. I hate liars. Makes me mad. I'm going to ask you questions, and you got to tell the truth. And I'm like, one of the characters said it out loud when I was saying, I was like, that seems easy. Ominously easy. (laughs) So, we start getting questions, simple questions, like, What's your favorite food? Something that you can't mess up. Everyone says their answers. And then the polar bear is like, one of you lied. You have two minutes to figure out who the liar is or you all die. I'm like, oh, (laughs) well, damn. 
So they choose parsley guy. He said parsley is his favorite food. And Katie was like, but that's a that's a thing you add to food, sir. And that's, a, that's an herb. And it's funny. Parsley is not a fucking food. Uh, that came up later. And someone's like, bro, that's not even like a fucking food. Like you just eat parsley because it's fun. He's like, yeah, man. I literally said that. And I looked over at Emma and I was like, did he just say parsley? And Emma was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so parsley guy gets killed. And I was like, oh, and then the polar bear is like, time for the next question. I'm like, oh, my God. And the polar bear asks, uh, does who, who oh no, do you like shun and the two guys are like no i don't know this asshole how do you feel about shun yeah whatever (laughs) and the two girls that shun is connected to in some way from school uh they him and hob and they finally say yes i do care about shun it was a weird way to say just say yes be like yes you don't have to explain it also one of the girls he finds out that uh he knew her from like eighth grade or something like junior high and they went to different high schools and so they haven't seen each other in a long time and then when they were going through the halls where you have to hold hands and and she's like please don't ever let my hand go and he lets it go to save the other girl and and she's just like it it was like one of those slow motion like anime style cuts where he just like lets go and it like zooms in on their hands just getting farther and farther apart in slow motion and and he jumps apart and slides to save the other girl she's like heartbroken yeah in the background like all these moments these special moments were like this was absolutely a giant page picture Mm-hmm. in a chapter like the second the hands get separated they're like oh <laughs> so they all say like either they don't like the guy or they like him shun says he doesn't like himself and i was like that's the realest answer right there and so the polar bear's like <laughs> except for the other two guys are like yo that guy's gotta be lying i mean who the fuck just walks out there and admits that they don't like themselves <laughs> come on that's depressing as fuck bro like you should seek help after we get out of this <laughs> I laughed, but I was like, it's real, man. Some people are like, I don't like myself. I'm like, God, that's real, man. (laughs) So (laughs) once again, the polar bear is like, one of you some bitches is lying. I'll kill everybody in this room. I swear. (laughs) And so they have to find the liar. Now, Shun is trying to work this out. And he's like, why would anybody lie about this? This is so stupid. And once again, you have to vote somehow. And they all kind of think about it and then unfortunately his new friend uh his friend from eighth grade the one that he i think saved her from killing herself that's um, what it looked like yeah she was gonna jump off the the school because people were being terrible to her um yeah he saved her uh she gets smushed unfortunately because her answer was just a little too stupid or a little too long for the other people's, I don't know, brains. <laughs> so the polar bear gives her a falcon punch into the snowy ground. And she gets smushed. I mean, she gets smushed. Fucking her blood turned to vapor. <laughs> it was bad. So as she gets smushed and we see her little pendant that she kept. It's a part of a coffee mug as they were smashing things, trying to get better. Um, Shun finally figures out what's happening here and once again he pushes his glasses up because he's smart and he says i know who the real liar in this room is at the beginning the polar bear said somebody in this room is lying and i just want everybody to tell the truth so shun figures out that the polar bear is lying because 
as it punched his friend into absolute mush, he sees a little bit of the paint come off on his fist. So he is a black bear. And he said earlier, uh, things that are black. Uh, no, he didn't say things that are black. He said black heart. Black he kept saying how much he enjoyed me. pure white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the cocaine. Right? The cocaine. <laughs> so uh shoon cocaine bear before it was cocaine bear right jesus i'd rather deal with cocaine bear than this one this one like can talk and move (laughs) so uh amaya and shoon they come up with i guess a plan they run toward the bear and then the bear jumps into the air and does fucking down b like he's kirby in smash brothers (laughs) and comes down and smushes his booty and then it jumps up again and does another down b and it down b's into hot water and the polar bear melts I guess it got stuck. Yeah, basically, it just like boiled. It melted all the white off of him, yeah. and then he just like. The polar bear is like my booty. My booty stuck. Help me! <laughs> and so, hooray! The polar bear is done. They all win. Also, what the fuck was up with the the wooden salmon? <laughs> like it, it it was like, is that it gonna help funny. them? Is it gonna be I don't like? No, what its game it just, plan was? It just, was like a timer and it was like the bear was keeping time too so i don't understand the point of the and then it was like the last one to die at the end and it cracked in half or whatever it was like what i don't know what that was i I assumed it was gonna give them some type of hint but it was just there to be depressed and i was like oh fish is sad i guess (laughs) so we move into a very beautiful like it seems like the top of a castle and so the survivors are looking around and these uh oh man matryoshka matryoshka dolls yeah they're mm-hmm. they're the the russian stacking dolls mm-hmm. and the second i saw one come out i was like oh that ain't good and then <laughs> they start to separate and i was like uh-uh, this ain't good at all <laughs> and so the dolls say hey this is the final round we just want to have some fun you guys play a game and then that will be it and so we're gonna play kick the cans once again for the uninitiated it's like Hide and seek, capture the flag, and like tag, but with a can. So one person is it, and they get the can, and they set it down into a safe zone, I guess. And so you have to capture people when you say their name, when you catch them. And then as they are put into jail, if someone can run up and kick said can, uh, hooray, everyone gets out of jail. So the bad guy is trying to catch everybody and then stomp the can down make it less kickable i guess uh and that is kick the can so amaya is the the it and so he grabs one of the stacking dolls throws uh he drop kicks it and it flies and knocks the can down and so he starts to hunt uh amaya this whole movie is really legit at fighting and killing Uh, really really good at it and like catches everybody else except shun and ichika and so they are hiding, trying to hide. And then Ichika gets captured by Amaya. Now, Amaya just needed to catch three people and stomp the can and it would have been game over. And everyone else would die or lose. But he doesn't stomp the can because he loves Shun. Shun is a chosen one, a, a God's child. He was chosen to do this. He doesn't want to see Shun die. And so he's like, I'm not going to do this. I just want to capture you and then we'll figure out a way that you don't need to die. He doesn't care about anyone else. He just wants Shun alive. So 
time is running out. They have only until sunset. So Shun pops up with a suit of armor ready to fight. He has his face covered, which is the first step of winning Kick the Can. You have to see their face and then capture them. So Shun has his armor on and... I'm not going to lie. The second he turned around the corner, I looked at Micah and I said, tis but a scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Non shall pass. Right. Your leg is off. He's like, ah, come at me. It's just a flesh wound. (laughs) So Amiya and Shun, they fight with the suit of armor. Uh, Shun is not fast uh, because no shit. He's in a heavy suit of armor. And Amiya's like, bro, you can't beat me. And then Amiya looks down. Shun has wrapped a thick chain around Amaya's body. And Shun's like, I didn't wear this armor for defense. I didn't wear this armor to fight you. I wore this armor to do this. And falls off the side of this castle. And Amaya's like, oh my God. And starts getting dragged to the end. So Amaya can't smush the can. And he's, it seems like Shun is just going to burn the clock until it's over because if no one gets captured technically because he didn't stomp the can they can win so as Amiya is lifting the suit of armor out of the water we see that Shun has gotten out of it somehow and is climbing up the side of this castle <laughs> he gets up to the top and he realizes that he can actually kick this can and win it all and get rid of the evil guy because he's just been killing people and he finally admits that if I have to, Shun, I'll kill you, dude. Like, I think you're awesome. But if it's me or you, I'm going to kill you, bud. <laughs> and so they run toward the can, slow-mo, determination, and Shun kicks the can. Hooray! It's over. He did it. So the doll said that the can would explode if you went to save everybody from jail, so it'd be a sacrifice. It didn't explode. Mm-hmm. And the doll say, yeah, we lied about the explosion, and you guys came up with the fact that you would die at the end of this? We didn't say die. You said you would lose. You know, bearing the fact that every other game, if you lost, you died. You got ripped apart or exploded. So the dolls are like, congratulations, you did it. You won. Hooray! So the biggest doll opens up and it's like, congratulations, here's a popsicle. And Katie goes, I wouldn't eat that popsicle. I'm like, well, yeah, but (laughs) we're smart people, you know. So everyone gets a popsicle, and they start eating it. Hooray! And Shun and his, I mean, Ichika is going to be his girlfriend when they get out of this mess, and he, you know, goes and cleans up the shed because his parents told him to. Uh, <laughs> hooray! Um, Ichika's face gets really, really weird. As she finishes her popsicle, there's a note on the popsicle, and it says, you die. And Shun looks at his, and it says... You live. And you're like, what? And then the doll's like, yeah, I mean, you guys displayed all of the things that we wanted in this. Intelligence. What was it? Uh, what? Determination. Intelligence. It's like brains, imagination. Yeah. Uh, and like strength or something. Something like that. And then the dolls say, there's a fourth one. And the tiniest little cute thing hops out like, boop. It says luck. And I said luck before because this whole thing is just about luck. And so that was the last test. You randomly pick a popsicle. And if it says you live, you live. If you die, you die. And we see 
Uh, Amaya, he looks at his popsicle and it says, you live. And he smiles. He thought it was over. He thought he was going to die. And so the doll, the biggest doll, starts lasering people and they turn into dust. And Shun and Amiya win. That's it. They did it. And I was like, oh my God, you get all the way to the end and you just die like that. It's depressing. So the whole movie, we see a person that is just in a tiny room being like a bum, a dirty old bum with a parent. So that person is called a hikikomori. And so it is honestly called a hermit. It's a a person with severe social withdrawal. And it's a thing that happens to this day. Um, in Japan, uh, you can get a lot of serviceable, economized rooms that are super tiny because all you need is for sleep and food. You know, you're not going to be doing jumping jacks in this room. And so uh, some people enjoy the reality that they can create in the reality of the Internet. And so they don't really need room to go talk to people and go outside. Going outside is for suckers. And they just stay inside. That's all they want. So that is a real person. So this person has been watching these games from his room and then finally goes outside because he needs to save the world. His mom's like, oh, oh, cool. Well, don't be out too late. <laughs> and the whole movie, we see this dirty old bum just walking around being a dirty old bum. And I was confused about that. I'm like, that person's important. Maybe it's the creator of the game. It kind of is. So Shun and Amiya are on the top of the cube and we see the crowds are cheering for them. Like Micah said, they have heroes to look out for and cheer for. And Shun says, there is no God. And one of the dolls says, nah, man, these games will lead you to God. And it shows that dirty old bum. Uh, he is the Kami or the God that is behind these death games. Now I'll tell you, because I did a little bit of reading there's more than one of these gods, just like there's different games. Some of the gods are a little salty because the games aren't hard enough. And so the gods like to fight. Uh, I need more. The next arcs are good and a lot more bloodshed happens. And that's the end. We see a dirty old bum and Shun's face. And that is as the gods will. So, Emma, who is your favorite character in as the gods will? Well, I didn't really have a favorite character because I was super into this movie. I just, I I couldn't choose a favorite favorite, but I had a favorite moment that made me giggle. And that was when the hermit guy left his room after he like put on his like samurai outfit, samurai outfit and tucked his anime magazines yeah, into the front of his so belt <laughs> and he you know, was just like i couldn't stop laughing because i'm like okay so you turn off your anime porn and you tell your mom get out of my way mom take my food away i don't need it i'm gonna go save the world and then he just like barreled down the stairs and the mom was like okay well don't be back late yeah, yeah she's like be safe have fun like she's that happy just, you went outside <laughs> that was my favorite moment of that but it just made me giggle yeah like the movie was so good i could not choose a favorite person because the shithead was an absolute shithead and he played yeah. his part correctly the girls played their part correctly shun played his part correctly like i just i couldn't yeah it was good <laughs> micah um 
I liked the character from the first game that was the even keel guy that like yeah. taught him how to I thought he was going to really, make it. I really wanted him to continue on. I'm it so was depressed. too good. He definitely played that anime character of the like I don't know, not your friend, not your enemy, but your rival the yeah. whole time that just keeps popping up from time to time to basically be like, "Yo, just take a breath, man." And yeah. then like disappear for several <laughs> several episodes only uh. to come back like right before the final battle at the end and be like you got this. Yeah. You got this. Come on. Yeah, and then I was, disappear again. I was <laughs> so sad he died. I was like, fuck, yeah, man. Yeah, no, I was, I, I think they did that really, really fucking well because I, I have a feeling that a lot of people were on the same page of being like, dude, this guy's gotta go far. This guy's, this guy's cool. And just for him to get fucking tossed aside like uh, Game of Thrones, you yeah. know. <laughs> like I'm saying, it's probably absolutely just a page. They thumbs up each other in the manga. Have to. Fucking, and then the next page is his head and, gone. And and like, like Before he gives the thumbs up, he just holds his fist out and then pops it up real quick. Yeah. And then at the end where he's like trying to hold his thumb up still and his head explodes and then he just <laughs> flips it off and then falls. Like, I was like, dude, what a fucking bro. Like, come yeah, on. So, uh, so depressing that he went down. But. That's how it works in these things. You find someone that you like, and you're like, fuck you. That's my person. I'm He's dead now. <laughs> Katie. My favorite character was Shun. He was the best. He's the main character. He kept his head on as best he could um, throughout the thing. And, you know, he struggled in every game. Um, and you got to see him, like, deal with the emotions of losing his classmates and not being able to figure things out in time to save yeah. enough. Like he wanted to save everyone and you could see that he was really trying in each of the games. But then once he figured out how the games were going to be solved, um, you know, he saved as many people as he could along the way. And in each game, he tried his hardest to save everyone. And it was great. I was a bit torn. Um, usually in anime, I enjoy the chaotic supporting character uh just like with i'm gonna say some names and words and some people won't understand it uh you should look these things up uh like in demon slayer uh not the main character but all his boys they are just there to yell and be crazy but they are some of the best characters in the damn world uh we got crazy boarhead guy that's just an idiot but he's awesome uh, just like in My Hero Academia, when we have Bakugo, Bakugo is loud and an asshole, but he's very capable of himself. And that goes back to my main, to my character that I picked, and that's Amaya. Now, Amaya is, he's a serial killer, but a serial killer that wants to work with the main character. He's like, I realize I can't do this by myself. I'm good at killing, and you are smart. So let's work together. And the main character realizes that he is very capable and doesn't say like you're bad get out of here shun's like oh i'm gonna need you because you uh you're down to kill you're down to clown so let's work together uh i will tell you in the manga they i guess you could say they are really good friends because they go through a lot together and amaya is very much uh you're not part of my group i'm gonna kill you so it happens a lot in the manga so Amiya was absolutely cool. Was It was a bad person. Absolutely. He was not good. But uh, it was that type of character. Always in the back being smarmy, a smart ass, and will kill you. 
And like I said, a lot of characters like that in, in anime. So, Emma, who was your least favorite character or your least favorite moment in As the Gods Will? Amaya, because he was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just out there killing folks for the sake of killing folks. And he straight up, like, it just felt like the purge Yeah. to him. Like, he literally said the words, I've been waiting for something like this. Oh, yeah. He was hyped for this. And I think, I it think just, the, worst, the worst part of him was when, when during the, the bear... And he was oh, just for like, fuck's sake. When he's it's like, about time you figured it out. I, I figured knew it, it the out whole from time. the first question. <laughs> Fucking tuck your dick up, man. Come right. on now. What was that, asshole? <laughs> right. But no, it was Amaya. So, Micah. Yeah. So, uh, least favorite part was <laughs> killing my favorite character. Yeah, that dude at the beginning. That was so depressing. Katie. Uh, my least oh. favorite character was the computer guy, the sheltered guy, because. Without a sequel, he was completely wasted. Like Absolutely. They kept, they kept cutting to him, and it didn't make any sense. And there was no rhyme or reason. He was just like this crazy dude in his room watching fucking like squid porn and <laughs> like what what's happening. And it didn't make any sense. It didn't because there wasn't enough. Like they didn't get they never got a sequel, unfortunately. Hopefully they do someday, but they haven't gotten a sequel yet. So his part throughout the entire story was wasted like if you cut his sections out the couple minutes he had here and there scattered throughout the games you would have taken like 10 minutes off the movie maybe and you could have just thrown in like a end credit scene into this about this guy like getting up like i'm gonna go save the world and then that's it Mm -hmm. without showing all this you know him being mean to his mom him just I don't know, wanking it up in his room. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. And just like living in a sea of empty Arizona cans. Yeah, like drinking his weight in fucking Arizona iced tea. And it's just like, this was fucking pointless and didn't make any sense to it. The other part with the God, um, the homeless man, like the one time they had him throughout the film you're like, okay, he's definitely going to be important like at some point, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to come back. Like They wouldn't have just set the camera on him for so long without this man being important. But it never felt that way with the computer guy yeah. because they kept going back to him and he wasn't doing anything important. Yeah. He wasn't like he was just leading the story through. on. He just kept mentioning like children of the gods, children of the gods, children like over and over and over like he was chanting it. He's just fucking psychopath. Like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It was Absolutely. wild. And and I agree, even if they had done a second movie, they really should have added some kind of definition to who those characters were instead of yeah. just inferring that they play a bigger role. Absolutely. They just needed a little bit of de- I mean, you're already at almost two you know, two hours. Yeah. Just, just fucking add five more minutes, give some backstory, and then move on. Well, I feel like if there was a, a sequel, for sure, they would do the same thing that they did in this movie where you got like the little jump backs to like, oh, well, you know, she knew Shun because he talked her off the ledge and they smashed coffee cups together or whatever. It'd be something like that. And yeah. you'd like get a little five minute like, oh, this guy on the computer was important because yeah. he did and they, whatever. And they obviously showed with that that they knew what they were doing with that. So they yeah. could have added. And But, you know, at the same time, it's like if this was a super popular anime, they could have left that. Absolutely. For, for like the diehard fans that were like, oh. 
oh that's shit, they introduced oh this God. guy. Let's fucking go. Yeah. You know, I like mean, they and there do might with be those everything people. now. There you know? might be those people with the manga, but. Like I said, ahead of its time, man. It for sure was ahead <laughs> of its time. It needs a like 10, 10th anniversary re-release next year. Yes, please. In 2024 and just yeah. be like, yo, this movie's 10 years old. Here's a fancy re-release. And then everybody goes fucking hype about it. And we get like a Netflix show adaption. Like, we will happily accept consulting offers. Um, trademark, yeah. trademark. Yeah. Thank you very please. much. So my least favorite character or thing in this movie. And it, it's... It's not really no, I enjoy it. So when characters think they are the shit, like the computer guy, the other computer guy, the one that was in the test and he's like, "I'm, you know, working out the quadrants and the you, you know, the laterals of this room. I'm going to get us out of here." And then he gets down there and he's like, "Oh, uh, Katie's behind me." And like, "Psych bitch, get lobotomized." I'm like, "Wow, that was so easy. I thought you were going to do something." Um but I think my least favorite character or thing about this movie was like you guys were saying, they it felt like they were setting up for another one. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of questions like, where the fuck did this come from? And we learned that God, a God made it. But like, why? You know, but that would be absolutely a thing later. It's like part two. It's like, oh, I made this because I'm looking for the best of the best kids because maybe I don't know earth is going to get destroyed or like I haven't read the end of this so I don't know where it goes but there were questions but I guess that's the best way to set people up it's like I want more so please let's do this so but it's my least favorite because they didn't continue this but uh dag dab it I'll find out the ending because I'm gonna fucking read it (laughs) (laughs) so let us do seven word synopsis I have one and I should have more, but mine is God is not real. Oh, first time, huh? <laughs> uh, the, the, he said that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the little talking Russian doll was like, God, that's real. He's this dirty old bum. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, this movie had a lot of things it needed to say. Like I said, spectacle was a thing. But a lot of people uh, down with God killing people. Uh, some real, real old school Bible kind of stuff. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm testing all y'all." There was some smoting happening <laughs> I in was this. Say, God gonna smite. Yeah, uh, it was wild. Katie. Okay, I have three. <laughs> Heck yeah. Squid Games. Squid Games challenges meet One Piece styling. Heck yeah. And I'm talking about Netflix. Uh, the Netflix adaption of One Piece. How it is live action with. Hints of CGI here and there to show off the like crazy shit that you can't do in real life. Yeah. The anime factor. And this movie did that so fucking well. Like we've said a whole bunch at the beginning of this podcast. It's almost 10 years old at this point and the CGI holds up and the different little um, characters that are causing the death, the games and stuff are fantastically done. Like, it looks so freaking great. Um, my second one is, give me a sequel for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and my third one is, Battle Royale versus Squid Games versus anime. Because that's what this is. Heck Micah. yeah. Okay, I have three. Uh, one of them was basically one of the first quotes of the movie. God, please give me my boredom back. <laughs> right? This world's too wild. Um, 
is Bear racist or just likes drugs? <laughs> hey, probably he kept both. going on about pure white, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Por que no los dos? Oh, fair enough. And then enemy of my enemy is my classmate. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I have the Daruma doll fell down. Ka-boom. <laughs> And then Squid Games, but without warnings or permissions. Yeah, it was just, you just killed yeah, it. You I killed mean, any just, moment. Yep. <laughs> kind of no went prize for it. to be won except not No, dying. nobody signed up. You fucking living. That's your prize. Right. Uh, in night suit, tis but a scratch. <laughs> and then my alliterative, dudes, deviously destructive design delivers deadly dissolution. Heck yeah. So this film released at the Rome Film Festival October 18th, 2014, and in Japan November 15th, 2014. Uh, Holy shit, the production company was Toho. Uh, Toho, they did Godzilla in a lot of anime. Well, goddamn. Yeah, so a very cool production company. So this bad boy, um, it did not really have a release in America. This is one of those movies that just had its time in japan and that is it it did get released home media by funimation crunchy fun like we said so there is no budget i cannot find what do you cool kids think the box office was katie i said 15 dollary dues okay and i don't know if it got a international release really no so just i'm gonna say 15 dollar dues just in japan emma I said $35 yens. Mm-hmm. Micah. One dollar do, Bob. Micah <laughs> played it right. So this movie was good. People enjoyed it. But you can't, I mean, you can make money with something staying in just one tiny spot. Japan's not tiny, but compared to movies that get just world you know, reveals and shows uh, this it was a tiny viewing and it only made one point nine dollar reduce. So it made its money. People enjoyed it. But uh, this was a specific kind of thing. If you weren't interested in this manga, you probably wouldn't go see it. You know, some people aren't the biggest fan of I don't know. Fuck. I'm trying to think of a like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, they come out with movies to this day. There's some people like. I don't really care about Dragon Ball Z. It's just fighting. And some people, they foam at the mouth when it comes out. Dragon Ball Z movie, tomorrow, be there. I'm like, I will be there. You know, uh, it's that kind of thing. This was a specific type of idea. It's like, oh. Very class, niche. Yeah. Uh, kids getting murdered by weird toys. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch that. You know, uh, some people didn't. It so. was niche. And now it's not. Like I said ahead of its time yeah <laughs> um i'm curious uh, th- like i said this came out before squid game and technically after the idea of squid game being created the script in 2009 so i'm curious if they could have pushed it back up until no i think covid made squid game no it came out after covid did it right was it 2020 or 2021 it was somewhere between 19 yes. and 21. It was not technically middle. after anyway. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was a 
like you know those moments where people are like i'm sitting at home i need something to watch you know oh yeah um i'm just curious if this came out a couple of years later uh even before squid game but just a couple of years down the road i'm curious if it would have hit a little bit harder uh hopefully it would have got a like a 2021 okay uh, like a universal release i think it could have made a ton more money uh, yeah, especially in america mm-hmm. uh oh it's a manga about kids getting killed hell yeah let me read it you also know? when the contract comes up for this one netflix could make bank picking up this movie and putting it out there absolutely I I just think it's a shame that this didn't get released to more places because I think it would have made so much more money. But eh, it don't matter. It was a cool idea. So minority kill count. Uh, that's a big old zero. Everybody was the same in this. Uh, a lot of toys. I guess they're the minority in this. So the number the one black polar bear. Yeah, <laughs> he was black. Yeah, he's going in the book. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, black bear demon and bear and a, and a tito turtle yeah. <laughs> yeah that black bear with white face yeah so the new number is 438 a tito turtle and a house and a plane full of vampires and a black bear <laughs> please whisper that every time yeah. the, the whisper though and a black bear, <laughs> and a black bear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh does anybody have oh okay I'll do it like this. Does anybody have anything else to say about As the Gods Will before we stop talking about it? Fucking great. Go buy it. Go watch it. Go everything so it gets all the money so we get all the things, all the hype, so they make another one. Okay, thanks. Yes, please. Give me a 10th anniversary next year. Give me a new movie. Give me a sequel. Give me a show. I don't care. Give me more. This is fucking great. Yeah, please. (laughs) Okay, so before we get out of here... It is the end of the month, and so we are going to talk about the movies we did and then see what everyone thought was the best or the one that they enjoyed the most out of the month. So Guido's Choice started with Stay Alive. It's the one where Frankie Muniz and friends play (laughs) a very weird-looking video game and try not to get murdered by a very real and bad lady. And then we have Slacks, where a lot of douchebags at a clothing store get murdered by a pair of jeans that really, really, really likes Hindi music. And so Dawn of the Dead, that was one we did with Joey. And so it's just a continuation in the world of shitty people and really slow zombies. And then As the Gods Will, it's the one, it's kind of like Squid Game, but not really. So Katie, out of the four, which movie did you enjoy the most this month? That's really fucking hard. Yeah, this, it really the is. is fucking They're Guido, so man. good. They're good. <laughs> Damn it! I liked Guido month. Yes, I liked the whole month. They were fucking <laughs> great. Um, I'm gonna say that it is a tie mm-hmm. between uh, As the Gods Will and Slacks. I was gonna say, say it, Katie. Say it. Justice for Kirat. Like yes. The fucking pants dancing. Oh man, their pants were good. Like <laughs> that was what's up, man. Um, as a as a whole movie, as the gods will, is absolutely the best of the four movies we watched. It had the best acting. It had the best voiceover work. It had the best CGI. Um, the best story. Like it was fucking fantastic. But Slacks did a lot with so fucking little, and. 
that movie was hilarious it was gory it was oh, yeah like it was fantastic and just like a fucking pair of pants is killing folks like fantastic yeah uh emma no, I have to agree fully. The whole month was such a banger. I loved it. I had a very hard time picking it. But this movie was so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I would have to say within less than a percentage difference for me, it would be first, as the gods will, second, slacks. Because yeah. I went into slacks thinking of it that it was going to be just like rubber. Same. And I was like... Oh fucking Guido, I'm I'm gonna come so find you and we're gonna better. have a sit down conversation. I'm gonna come talk to you. And I just I was so blown away that it was so good. It made me giggle. It made me wanna just smack people that own sweatshops. Like yeah. it just I felt a whole bunch of ways during that movie. So good job, Micah. Yeah, it's time to vote for Guido. Four more movies. Yeah. Four more <laughs> movies. Uh, yeah. I'm, As the God's Will was my, my favorite of the so four. So good. So good. But what a great fucking month, man. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> I had to compartmentalize these movies into sections of ones I watched and ones I didn't. I watched half of these movies. So uh, Stay Alive and Dawn of the Dead... Dawn of the Dead is one of my absolute favorite zombie movies of all time. The new one and the old one. I like them both. Uh, it's just fun. Like I said, it's just a continuation in a world where people are shitty. And they're sometimes worse than the zombies. Mm -hmm. It's it's fun. Stay Alive, that was one that Terrell and I went and saw. And I'm telling you, Terrell was like, it's a video game. It kills you. We gotta see it. You know, he was so pumped. And I like the movie. It's ass. But I like the movie. Because it's so dumb. But like I said, that's my shit. I like shitty movies. So it comes down to Slacks and As the God's Will. I I like them both for different reasons. Like with Slacks, it had a it had a message it was going for. It's that new type of horror where it's like, oh, okay, it's a pair of jeans killing people, which is crazy on its own. But it's, you know, it's really talking about all these places saying like, oh, GMOs and uh, we're safe. We don't do all these bad things. And Mass market clothing. Yeah. So it, it had a message and saying like, these people are terrible. Go get them, jeans, you know. Uh, and as the gods will, it was another like battle royale kind of idea, which I think is really cool. If you play it right, battle royale ideas are fun. And it can be really graphic and really bad. It's something about subjecting children to terrible things that just hit a little harder. Yeah. You know, like if this movie was adults dealing with this, I'm like, eh. But like high schoolers that probably don't have a reason to be like really punished like this. It's something I want kid. And yeah, also sure. clearly he not was, high schoolers. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it just hits a little bit hardy. Like, damn, I want these kids to survive. You know, they just like, I just want to grow up, Right. <laughs> you know. So uh, it's a tie. I will tell you that Slacks and As the Gods Will got stars. So oh, yeah. we'll see next October uh, if they stay on the list of my favorites for... Yeah, I was going to say, these are easily in the running for top five right yeah, now. I am so pumped. So uh, we got a whole ass year, so we'll see 
what other movies get picked, but uh, absolutely one of these, I'll tell you right now, one of these movies, one of these two will absolutely be in the top five for next year in my choices. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll see which one makes it. So uh, I think that is it. So with that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about, I don't know, weird dolls that play red light, green light, giant cats that can play really good defensive basketball, <laughs> uh, fucking uh, wooden puppets that like lobotomize you, or just really weird Russian dolls that have laser eyes, you can tweet Katie at Allentown Pod. We have an email at this. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So this was episode 355 in the pocket in the books out of sight. We are done with Guido's choice. Man, it was so good. Good job, Guido. Uh, I'll have you back on <laughs> and do four more. So now we are, uh, damn it, I had a Christmas punny thing. I don't know. Swing, swing, swingling, ding, ding, dingling. I don't know. But I don't know. I had some. <laughs> I think we went dingling. the wrong I mean, direction. I think we need to keep that I forever said and ever. I and dingling. Oh, I am. Wow. <laughs> Where the fuck am I going? Look at this guy bragging over here. Right? (laughs) So, (laughs) it is going to be, uh, what's the name? Because it's not the one I want to say. Christmas movie countdown. I want to call it Crazy Katie's Christmas countdown with four Ks, but she don't want that, you know. Just like, (laughs) what was it, Krusty's Christmas or comedy classics? Yeah. Ks, he's like, ugh. (laughs) At the Apollo Theater. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, but no, uh, Katie, Emma, uh, a lot of us will be doing Christmas films and we have ourselves a little pile of scary Christmas films. I thought we were getting a little low on them, but uh, the world keeps shitting them out. So hooray. I was going to say, we got a Thanksgiving and a Christmas one this I year. I know, right? Hell yeah. We eat good. So um, <laughs> I'm very pumped. There's some new Christmas movies coming out uh, on the TV right now is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I haven't seen that since I was a little child. Maybe we'll do it. Uh, right. I will spoilers. I will tell you that we are doing the two-part Baywatch episode, Christmas themed. We watched that drunk one night, and I was like, "We should it was do for this." My birthday. Yeah, we should do this in December. Uh, mm-hmm. We're absolutely doing the two-parter of Baywatch, the Christmas absolutely. episode. I fucking love it. Are we gonna do it while drunk? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could <laughs> get blowed out. Uh, I was so pumped watching Baywatch. I haven't seen that in so long, and it was oh, a dude, Christmas one. I fucking one. love Baywatch. Hell yeah! I've never watched Baywatch. It's, oh, you're missing out. Baywatch yeah, is great. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, it makes the beach seem like a very dangerous place. All I mean, day, no watch. Oh. It's like it's like if you took Days of Our Lives and then crossed it with like a beachy action flick. Yeah, <laughs> like because there's because there's drownings and shit. So that's the action. You're getting the lifeguards like running mm-hmm. and stuff and dealing with people drowning and all this wild shit. But then it's so soap opera-y like all the yeah. interpersonal That's relationships beautiful. yeah it's Pamela fan- it is like... the best trashy tv it's <laughs> so good so i'm very pumped for christmas time and i don't say that a lot uh but the movies it should be a really good choice some really old ones uh katie still hadn't seen it's a wonderful life so Same. uh there's a scary one 
kind of like it, so I guess you got to watch the first one so you can have an idea of why I've it I've watched spoofs. 800 versions of yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, you watch Click, so it's like better. I have not seen Click. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Wait, yeah, the Adam to... Sandler movie? Yeah. yeah. Girl. Never it's seen good. It. Okay, oh, it's man. really cute. So but there's missed... a whole bunch of other It's a Wonderful oh, yeah. Life. Like, oh, yeah. watched a lot of Christmas movies. We watched a, a, a Muppet one where yeah. Kermit's like, I wish I wasn't alive and everything. What the hell? So, uh, But no, I'm very pumped. So, oh, the music that is not playing right now. <laughs> was flipping a combined effort flipping the ce anywhere, anywhere you can find them a studio pizzas thank you so much for the artwork so for katie for emma micah and guido very cute puppy and guido thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week with a christmas actually less than a week katie will be back with a oh, christmas oh, oh. film and then i'll be back for the scary ones okay bye everybody and other ones i'm gonna make him watch them yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Toots. Listener got to the end. You win. You win. You survive. You die. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>